As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You niggas make me wanna blast off. At first I roll up, then I breathe on it. I get that beat and then I bleed on it. My uncle fighting for his freedom. I'm on the one ten speeding. What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Let Me Speak podcast. And as always, I am your host, Deasia. And today I got an amazing guest for me. Y'all give it up for my man, Your Rock Obama, coming out of Detroit, Michigan. What's good? Yo, yo, Yorako. How you doing? Yorako. You are right. <laughs> How you doing? How you feeling? Man, I'm blessed. Blessed to be alive. Yes, you know, same. Same. 2022, right you know, two years in the, 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 the worst year everybody life so right we blessed we moving forward thank i just gotta say thank you so much for coming out uh, i appreciate you and uh, thank you for, for being on I'm, I'm so thankful to have you um so real quick before we get into it you know that song we just heard was called real real me off of uh yes you have a yes. blood over intent tell us about blood over intent tell us about that song real me go ahead Check, check, check. I just want to make sure I'm good. You can hear me. Oh, I. Oh my headphones, <laughs> y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, but no, nah, that, real, you. real me. Um, uh, that was the last song off Blood Over Intent. Um, which was my debut. I would say it was a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Everybody receiving it as an album, just because the effort and the marketing I put into it. But um, yeah, real me was just my my dissertation um to that album. You know, I just feel like. When you make your 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 work, it's like college. You always yeah. supposed to be working on your dissertation when people know you by. So mm-hmm. real me is like that's my dissertation, you know. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of things said in that, even with the imagery. Um, yeah, with the video about to drop. Uh, it's just a lot of imagery going on with um, just a lot of blood and a lot yeah. of intention. <laughs> I was I was gonna ask you about that. You know the 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 title. Blood over tears, and then the the artwork. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. but you just answered that for me. Uh, I mean, it's it's. I still gotta uh, answer it for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. I've been getting a lot of clapback on uh the the album and just the marketing for it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just to explain, you know, blood over intent. Uh, it's just showing the everybody. We all have intent, okay, in our life. Um, intentions to be. Artists, entertainers, gods, kings, everything is formed on intent. But there are things that go into those intentions, like blood. You Mm -hmm. feel me? Um, To me, blood is a spiritual currency. Mm -hmm. Uh, When babies get born, blood is shed. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Um, People die, blood is shed. You feel me? So it's a lot of blood that goes into the intention of having a baby. 
you mm-hmm. feel me, of bringing life to the to, to earth or of taking life. So a lot of us, we have intent, but we don't put the blood behind that intent right. until somebody comes and do it for us. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And in the industry, sometimes it might look like a, a suit or somebody offering things that doesn't go with your message. So blood over intent was just my dissertation to show people the blood that was shed by my daughters mm-hmm. when my daughters got born, when my homies got killed. Mm-hmm. Those that that that's all the spiritual currency and all the blood that went into me mm-hmm. making this album, these intentions. So I, I like lost that. my cousin, you feel me? And that was another reason I started rapping. So he died. So his blood was shed for mm-hmm. my intentions whether I liked it or not. Mm-hmm. You know how a lot of people lose their people and it's like, oh, man, I'm about to go hard. Now I'm about to rap. I'm about to, why? Right. You should always feel that way. It shouldn't take for nobody to die. It right. shouldn't take for, it, it should. I'm not saying it shouldn't, but babies born, bringing life. But those are all things we see in the blood that's right. shed for our intentions. So right. that's blood over intent. I like that. that that's, I was not expecting that, <laughs> but I love it. Okay, all right. Um, so let's just go ahead and get into it now. First things first, it is Black History Month. Oh yeah, come on. Hey, <laughs> shout out to Black History. Yes. Where where where, uh, where did it go? I feel like it's like what happened. <laughs> he said, "Where did it go?" Yeah. Man, we here. Shit. <laughs> well, you know what? So speaking of that, T Pain said that he doesn't think we should celebrate Black History Month. He thinks we should just celebrate history now. A lot of there's a lot of people, a lot of black artists that I saw under in the comments when I saw that post. A lot of them were agreeing with him. But that's what I'm saying. It's like that's why I'm asking. Like, where what happened? Where did where did it go? Mm. Um, I just feel like as what makes as, you say where did it go? Because it's it, as black people, black people is so <laughs> much. So many of us speaking on behalf of each other. We right. don't have a spokesperson. Kanye mm. just said it was Black Future Month. <laughs> so now T Pain talking about it's just history month. Do you agree with that? What he said? Uh, uh, no, not at all. I'm agree more so with Kanye West than Black Future Month because I, I do believe in the futurism of um African Americans where we're going. I don't think we should necessarily focus on the past. We should definitely give thanks to our ancestors, right. recognize our ancestors. Right. Um but that's every day. We shouldn't just focus and give energy right. on past um oppressions. Do you think, do you and, you think that's why he may have said that? Why we shouldn't have Black History Month? Why yes. why we should just be Yes, and that's why I feel like a lot of them niggas shouldn't be talking for us because we right. need millennials to speak like people that's really the youth because it's kids that can elaborate what he's saying better than he said. Right. That's why I'm like a lot of these cats with voices in the industry right now, it's like they time is just up because they just talking. Talk, it's yeah. like they getting Instagram and it's like, hell no, everybody don't need that platform. Right. Now, speaking on, you know, that Black History Month, what does it mean to you being a black man? Especially in 2022, you know, our, our prior president and then the one we got now. What are we better. talking about? Are we used to the black man? That's what I'm saying. It's like, are we talking about the Asiatic black man or are we just talking about the black man in America? You tell me, what, is, what does it mean to you? First of all, are you just the black man in America? Or what, uh, what? First of all, <laughs> go ahead. I, I resonate with my highest form first. Okay, that's why I be trying to get everybody. It's like if you call me a black man, I'm a I'm I resonate with you, but you just resonating with the lowest form of me. 
I'm a God first. Mm. After a God, I'm a king. Mm. After a king, I'm a father. Mm -hmm. After a father, I'm a husband. After okay. a husband, I'm a son. After that, my lowest form is a black man. Mm. I relate to everybody's experiences as being a black man, but can you relate to my experiences being a king or a god or a father? So that's where we differ. Mm. I don't. I like. That. I relate to Nipsey's experience as a black man, but Nipsey can be like, "No, nah, bro, you on you on God status. You can relate to our, our God calling too." So um, I relate to the experiences of being a black man, but I'm trying to get in my proper status and get out of calling each other colors. I just came from Africa. When you go to Africa, they they go you just to, came from Africa. Yeah, I, I I went to I go to Africa twice a year. Let's talk about that. How was that? Luckily, wow. When you go to Africa, they gon they not gon they gon they gon ask you. No, you go to Africa, ask somebody what they think you are. They gonna tell you everything besides the color. They gonna be like, you Egyptian. Mm. I was over there. They telling me I'm Puerto Rican. They <laughs> telling me I'm African, Dominican. Not one person told mm -hmm. me I was Black. a color. So. I just want black people to get more culture, travel more, and just know, like, America ain't it. You feel right. me? There's so many other places in the world. I'm, I'm with you on the traveling more. I, I, was, I was talking about that with my mom, you know, because her side of the family is originally from Georgia, Athens, Georgia. And um, it's very small, very small uh, place. And I feel like people are very just sheltered. And, you know, nobody, th their idea of the traveling sometimes, like, they want to go to downtown Mississippi. Downtown Mississippi. <laughs> And I'm like, my people from the shot. Let's man. go somewhere else, y'all. Like, let's yo, let's get out of this state. Like, let's get out of this country. We can do it. But that's how we are as black people. It's Why is that? Why do you think that is? Kept us on plantations, and we have that. We, we still we, that mindset is engraved in us. It. We ain't seen nothing past the plantation. We don't mm. see nothing past the hood. We don't see nothing past what's in our vision. So, I mean, we 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 doing better. Yes, but you know it's always room for progress in how we 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 been four hundred years behind, so we gotta right. put feet to the ground. Right you, now, you said um, we don't see anything, you know, past you know what we're mm -hmm. what we used to, basically. So and, and, and stuff, especially with us being in the hoods and in this and that. So ba recently, uh, what I'm getting at is that there was a Ralphs on uh, Slauson and Crenshaw. You know, I know you're from Detroit, but you know, are you yeah. familiar with Slauson and Crenshaw area? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, so basically, there was a Ralph's, and they took that Ralph's out and replaced it with a Foot Locker. So they took the meat away. They took the food. And put forces, so put it, shoes. Yeah, shout out, to my, shout out to my girl on Instagram, Slauson uh, Speaks. She, she, she's the one who posted it, and like, you know, Slauson Girl Speaks, I'm sorry. And, um, she, her comment was like, you know, they 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 think we're happy if we can't eat, but as long as we can buy sneakers, somewhere along the oh lines, that's what she said. God, and I was just like, hard. right, that, that just hit me. Damn, like you took the Ralphs out, so we can't go grocery shopping, but we can buy our sneakers. So to me, it, it sends a message that all they all they look at us at is as people who consumers who worry about sneakers. Consume, consume, consume. Like, I mean, I love my sneakers, but. <laughs> I mean, when you're talking about taking out food and right. replacing it with Foot Locker, I feel like that's um, that's like that's warfare. That's mm -hmm. you, you coming for my for my for my the way I eat. But I feel like that's just another part of the um, overall uh, plan with food. How they put it, like they don't want us in the city to be able to get food in the city. They want us to go out to goddamn. Uh, commerce or yeah. the, all the Walmarts, like even where I'm from in Detroit, it's like they always put Walmarts, all the Kmarts, those are in the, the suburbs. Yeah. Like you got to go out all the way out. They right. don't want it 
in the inner city. Mm -hmm. They want you to travel. Most people can't travel that far. So the only thing they want us have... gonna go to the liquor store. Right. That's, that's, what, that's what, what they want us to have easy access exactly. to. Liquor store, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Not no Whole Foods, Shady Joe's. We own to y'all, though. We right. own to y'all. We've been so wholesome off Whole Foods and Trader <laughs> Joe's. You hey, and you know what? Now we got Simply Wholesome. Yes. So y'all make oh, sure y'all check out... I, you, I, you, I, know, I, you know what's the way? around the corner from Simply. I'll be off the jerk. Oh, my goodness. I'm Simply Wholesome. That's... Jamaican patty. <laughs> yes, uh, I like the you. shrimp when they had a shrimp. When <laughs> simply wholesome. When y'all had the shrimps, call me. I live right around the corner. I swear <laughs> I will be there. Just call me when y'all got shrimp on deck. I live right around the corner. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, so you know what I want to ask you now. You said you you're your father and you have your kids. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. How many kids do you have? I have two daughters. Shout out! Oh, to so daughters. you're a girl dad. Oh, a girl dad. R.I.P. Cole. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a only child, so my Ooh. daddy has one kid. Spoiled. <laughs> Spoiled. <laughs> we'll get into that. But now, um, and then earlier, you know, you're talking about Kanye West. So everybody's been hearing everything about him and Kanye, and I no, no, I don't really talk about them. But the only reason I want to get into talking about them is because I want to get into mothers keeping their kids away from their their fathers Woo. now i that, that i see that a lot within our we community talk about that off the record let's this, go let's get it this, no you are this gonna get me in trouble <laughs> why come on i just talked to my baby mom before <laughs> i came here man. now do, do you there's to me there's like there's no way getting right i feel like she was wrong you know Go ahead. Go. Well, no, what are we talking about? I gotta hear the question. Um, <laughs> just what do you what, what what is what is your opinion on that? Now, what what how do you feel? Just, just speak your mind on that. On the, I'm gonna let you speak. On the the yay or the whole situation. Um. Thing. Well, and and as a whole, because that ties into the yay thing, because that's I what Kim was doing, in my opinion. She was taking, she was not allowing him to see his kids, and she, I know a lot of people are saying, you know, she's a mom, she has her reasons. Yes, but for one, it was at her birthday party. And everybody was, it was, it wasn't just, it wasn't like it was just y'all too. Go ahead. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. My daughter just had her birthday. I ain't get the Addy. I ain't mm. get the how, did it, how did that make you feel? It ain't. I mean, I just, I respect it because with mothers, it's like mothers are the sole caregiver. So mm -hmm. we have to um, give them that. And us as fathers, even when we come on last minute plans, just popping up, I don't care if we got a million gifts or whatever, it's like we should still have to be respectful. But speaking on that, I feel like a man of that stature with that much money, um, that much communication, it shows me just it, it doesn't matter at what level you are. It's like money don't mean nothing yeah, when it comes to your kids. Mm -hmm. He he talking about he pulling up to the gate and Kim got security telling him he can't see his kids. Mm -hmm. It's like, come on, Joe, you know this my fucking child, right. Joe. Right. I know you by name, Joe, the security <laughs> guard. You a father too. Right. Let me see. That's how I look at people where it's like outside of your job. It's like you a father, bro. You like right. let me see my kids. You feel me? Exactly. And then it just makes me feel like you know they already. It's already uh, a bad picture painted for black fathers. You know, and it's there's there's black fathers who are deadbeats, but there's also black fathers who are trying to be there, and then you have women who are keeping them from seeing their kids. Yeah, I mean, we do have fathers that that aren't present. Mm -hmm. They do, but we have those like you know again, like I said, we have those who are. I'm just saying, when you got that much money, I tweeted that <laughs> shit. I was like, yo, this what Kanye West going through as a father? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not exempt to shit. Right, you not exempt, like. 
it's just showing a higher level of um just how the 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 media even portrays us as black fathers um right they they portray us as aggressive and exactly yes i can't be passionate about my children i can't be passionate about my exactly family. like and there's a lot of stuff that i do not agree with with kanye but this one, I'm going to have to side with him because these are his kids. You, mm. Anybody going to be Come like that. Come on now. I don't have Come kids. I got a puppy that would be like that over his ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I can't fault him. No, you can't. That's like I said, when it comes to your children, it's, it's no um, means. Right. There's no limitations of what you would go through to be with your children. You see, he bought the crib next door and he still can't get access. So that just showed me where it's like, yo. The, the system not made out for fathers, um, black fathers, black minority fathers, yeah. fathers, period. Yeah. Because the system benefits off of that, that whole dynamic of co-parenting, single father, right. single mother. They, they profit off of it. So it's just about us and we got to do better and handle our business in a way and choose better fathers and better yes. spouses better mothers yes everything. i think that's a lot of people sleep on what you just said choosing better fathers and choosing better mothers yeah. you know you got to make sure you got to you got a choice to live with if you're gonna have a person uh, uh, a baby with this person you know what i mean yeah so <laughs> it's, a, it's a commitment for real they saying i seen a meme that said it's like uh they they, they said it was like being a wife don't mean shit no more. Like a baby mama get more than a that wife. Ass, I'm that like, ass, no, that we, shit is so sad. We finished as a that shit is if sad. This, if this the standards, like we finished because. But it's true though. Expectations. I mean, it's true to an extent, but that's some shit that don't gotta hit the the, the, the social media. Right. <laughs> no. Know? Yes. It's like for it's, sure. It's it's certain shit where it's like we definitely don't, we, don't, we don't need that to be in public. So that's why I'm like it's just the. The way us as a culture, entertainers, everybody, black people, um, we just got to handle our endeavors a little mm-hmm. more, like how we do <laughs> shit, like our dealings. Right. No, I like how you said that, endeavors. <laughs> um, I want to go back um, to the hoods again. You know, we talked about the Ralphs, how they took it out. Now, they're gentrifying the hoods like crazy. Man. <laughs> I don't know about Detroit. Man. They do it. They 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 getting it down there in Detroit too. D- Detroit, Crazy. LA, DC air check in. Gentrification. I was reading Gentrification this. Gentrification <laughs> city. Gentrification <laughs> city. Everywhere. I was reading this thing and it like broke me to like broke my heart. Um uh-huh. it was this old lady, I don't know if you saw it. I can't remember exactly like verbatim, but it's basically it was an older lady. She came home and her house was basically like wrecked. They were they were tearing down her house. And she was like, who gave you all the permission? And, and basically, she didn't, it was, it was as if she didn't have a say-so. And, yeah. And it just, she was a black woman. I forgot how long she lived there. But we all know, especially we all got those grandmas. Those, those houses, they've been in, in our, our families, our lives forever. So those houses mean something. If somebody took my grandma's house, I don't know what I would do. Like, I, I don't want nothing. I want more than anything to, to make sure I can make it so I can keep that house in the family. You know what I mean? Like. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It, that shit's important to us. That's the thing, man. It's like, we we got so much learning to do on economics, everything. Yes, Every, we everybody, do. Everybody, we all, even in Detroit, like, we all got that grandma who, um bought the crib but she wasn't financially literate enough to pay taxes on the crib mm. like i be talking to my homies out here in la where i'm like yo to buy a crib in detroit you buy a crib 40 50 000, even if you get it for 10 like i can pass that down to my kids and they be financially literate enough to know where it's like hey taxes on this crib 2000 1500 a year or whatever but I'm seeing in Detroit that happened where they was gentrifying Detroit. Everybody was losing their careers because you had these people that, hey, if you don't pay your taxes mm. for a year or two years, your shit up for foreclosure. Right. And I got niggas. My nigga James, my Nigerian nigga James. He, <laughs> Shout out James. <laughs> James bought them cribs. So it's a uh. system. You feel me? It's people uh. that prey on those people. Right. It's people that don't know. So. We just got to know more because it's black people doing it. It's white people doing it, too. But to speak on gentrification, period, in L.A., I have a double-edged opinion about it. Because being from Detroit, where I saw the city go through 60 years of black mayors, Mm. we had black mayors for 60 years. Ain't nothing came to the city. The city is through, finished. The city ain't been shit since the riots. Mm -hmm. It's still houses burnt down. Because of the riots in Detroit. Mm -hmm. Now we got a white mayor and all the money coming. All the gentrification coming. Dan Gilbert. He owned Quicken Loans. He owned the Cleveland Cavaliers. He moved to Detroit. Started StockX. You feel me? That's all the gentrification going. Mm. Now you got the shit coming up. Woodward is coming up here. But my thing is just to have a uh, say on the Detroit situation. uh, Us as people. It's like yo. How long we going to sit next door in the crib. Next door be fucked up. People squatting in it, burnt it right. down, ain't nobody taking care of it. And then you get mad because Farmer Jack or Far- <laughs> Farmer John pull up and he wanted to fix it up. And right. it's like, hey, what was you doing? Mm-hmm. So with us, I feel like the system is in play for our ancestors and our grandmas. Mm-hmm. They didn't know. But now we, right. we know now where it's like, hey, you We're gotta, a lot more you gotta, knowledgeable you than you got to pay taxes on that crib. So I'm seeing it in, in L.A. Like I know nigga, nigga buy a $250,000 crib in L.A. The taxes on that crib probably 2500 and up a year right. so that's something we gotta you gotta tell your kids then they gotta tell their kids kids we gotta keep this crib in the family you feel me so another thing that's that's a thing with gentrification but one thing you may be talking about is um things like eminent domain when these chick-fil-a's or these companies pull up like the coliseum mm-hmm. or whatever or the um new state so far yeah and they making people move out and they buying them out and they like hey yes we'll pay for the buyout but you got to move down over right. here. So those, I, I don't like that version, mm-hmm. the, the, the imminent domain shit that like Chick-fil-A's right. and militaries and churches can do. But at the same time, when it happens in the inner community, we got to look at ourselves. I'm going to tell you one thing, like that John and Vinny's on Slauson, fuck that John and Vinny's. <laughs> like I ain't even from LA and I see, I can tell gentrification when I see it because I don't even go that far. Right. I don't go down there. You know where that John and Vinny's at? I think it's on Slauson and Sun. That boy, man. Nah, I'm not sure. That bitch so off the west. The west <laughs> it ain't nowhere going What's it that called? way. John and Vinny's. John and Vinny's is on um 
It's one on Fairfax. It's, okay. it's right across the street from the Supreme store. <laughs> Everybody go to John. That's the hipster spot. Too. Right. They just opened one right on Slauson, right in the hood. Like, everybody mad about it because they like, yo, people don't um, even come this far. Right. And it's like now the point where L.A. getting at, you got to be privy to shit. Everywhere ain't safe. I'm, I've am i been here three years, and I know you can't go everywhere just because they said it's, come. Right. So I just feel like gentrification in L.A. is the, like the message they giving. It's like it ain't what you think. Like right, I, live, no. I live right by the new stadium. People get murdered. People get robbed every day over there because people seeing the tourists come in and they That's like, exactly oh, it. y'all sweet. Y'all just parking wherever. Y'all up. This what it is. Get yeah. Me. So. And then at the same time, it's affecting us, though, as a community. I mean, it's a circle. They know yeah. what they're doing. They, yeah. They, 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 they Everything is a circle. They, they want to push minorities out. It is what it is. Yeah. But luckily, in L.A., y'all got Mexicans. You feel me? <laughs> y'all minority groups is, is big. So I just feel it's time to link up in a place like this and really um y'all got numbers so mm-hmm. that gentrification shit it can be handled i i agree it's it definitely can be and i, and I agree with i like money, what you y'all. said I like, take money yeah and no education. for sure everything right <laughs> yes that education i think we as a community though as a black community we definitely need to be a lot more educated a lot more um we we yell and scream and cry for all these things but we don't know i'm telling y'all before you think of buying a crib in L.A., <laughs> buy a crib in Detroit. You can buy four of them in Detroit and pass them down to your generations on generations of kids. I'm not lying. No, nah, you, you, you're absolutely right. Um, I, I was wanting to buy a house out here, but I'm second thinking that. And I'm originally from Florida, like I was telling you. I, I, I want to buy a house out there. You know, just. <laughs> Go to Africa, though. Mm. Africa, you buy your land. It's ancestral land. Mm. You don't pay taxes on nothing. If I buy mm. land in Africa right now. I pass it down to my daughters. My daughters pass it down. They don't pay taxes. You don't. That's why it's like right. land is land. Yes. You, that's what we need to be investing in land. The, we the need the to be on the land. You feel me? Yes. Not, not the house. The land. Yes. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. <laughs> um, next up, I want to get into my man, Nip. You know, everybody knows he's the sole reason why I started this podcast. I love that man. Shout out, Nip. Um, there's a clip. I'm going to have to play it for you guys. I'm, I'm going to get it. But um, basically... It was a conversation between Black Sam and um, I'm horrible and do uh, I can't I can't I can't, call, can't remember but it was Black Sam and somebody. Now it was a blogger or something, or it was a, like just a person in the hood, like a no he a no, no it was Black he wasn't talking to somebody in the hood he was talking to I, I believe a blogger. Okay, um, I'm, I'm gonna show you the clip. Okay, um, but anyway, yeah. So basically, Nip was 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 said to be targeted by a secret LAPD organization, and it was called um, uh, Operation Laser. Damn. Now, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. But, you know, prior to this coming out I and mean, me hearing about this, it was a lot of talks about when he first passed away that, you know, people were saying that he, he got taken out because he was making a Dr. Sebi documentary. Then a lot of people were saying he got taken out because <laughs> a lot of people were saying he got taken out because uh, uh, cause it was gang-related shit. But, you know, now this, and this, especially with LAPD, and, you know, it, this seems very likely. I just... Oh, what, what would you man, what do you think that, i know it's, it's a, a, it's a, a double-edged sword mm-hmm. first of all i'm from detroit disclaimer so I ain't, <laughs> you feel me? when i talk about this this from an outside you feel me looking in but i still got um uh, just a voice on it uh but i believe it uh it's crazy when i talk to cats in la about it i try to go over their head with that and they shoot me down because 
with black people, we don't want to believe that no man is that big. That mm. no man had power to be the Messiah. We want to believe that, man, no. Everybody's like, nah, he lying. A nigga around the corner killed yeah, that he, nigga. Man, he. They, so we can keep on waking right. up and just doing the same shit. If niggas found out the government really killed Nipsey, we would have to suit up. I would be like, hey, you come, tie your shoes up. <laughs> we got to go to the LAPD, load your guns. Right. That's, if, that's if we was on either side of those colors. You feel right. me? So that's what I just feel like we as people... We never want to look past ourselves mm -hmm. and give that man his credit as being an, a messiah. You mm -hmm. feel me? Um, Cointel Pro, you feel me? Look it up. Cointel Pro is the operation to find the black messiah. They mm. kill every messiah from Fred Hampton, the Black Panthers. Uh, Cointel Pro, you said? Yeah, Cointel Pro. Cointel it's, it's Pro. Operation black Messiah. They mm. know that there will be a black messiah to rise. That's why they have killed everybody from Bob Marley to Pac to Nipsey. To, right. They feared the black messiah. This is what uh, the Black Panthers was about. So they that's they, they knew it back then. That's when they started it. When they was mm. like, okay, so it's a possibility for a black messiah. They looking for this person. Mm. So that's why they use all of us to infiltrate each other. Look at Malcolm X. He got infiltrated. Black Panthers, infiltration. Nipsey, infiltration. You feel me? So it's like... You could look at each other and be like, oh, yeah, black on black crime. It's it's easy to sweep it under the rug. Yes, but definitely. when you tell me how much how many sales this nigga had, I my favorite Nipsey song is Rose Click. I ain't listened to Nipsey past Rose Click, but his message was it reached me. So it's more than music with this man. Mm. Don't don't hold my nigga. You feel me? And no, I ain't even from me. L.A. That's I'm I'm just the man that believes in people being martyrs. Niggas like pot. People you got knowing, my mind over here. I'm just thinking about <laughs> knowing they, 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 they. People knowing they, um, they destiny. Even when Nip went to Eritrea and he seen the destiny, he knew what was gonna happen. He like, yo, I got to do this. So mm. Nipsey was tied in. Don't do your research, man, and just get past each other. Let's stop thinking it's us killing each other. Then uh, it's like, bro, mm. it's, it's important people out here that niggas really trying to stop you see that train that train finally about to be up now right <laughs> even they looked up they looked up i think black sam said they they um they did a they looked up all the police stoppings that happened and it increased by like 80 percent since mm -hmm. he opened that store because the police was like okay he's gang affiliated so he's going to have gang members pull up so chances are if we camp out over there and just arrest people we're gonna come up on drugs um, gang affiliations, we gonna come up on all this. Mm. And then that that train, that's about to be the money maker. It's about to be able, if Nipsey's store was still up, once that train up, we was gonna be able to boom, pull up, go from the Marathon store all the way back to Beverly Hills. Mm. They don't want right. that. They, no. want, they wanted that money from that man. That's gentrification that we just talking about. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's how it worked. You got black people in power that got they hood locked up to the, all, all the way from 58th on to whatever. Okay. Now y'all trying to expand and y'all like, hey, we need that. Just like your grandma or grandma. Grandma ain't trying to sell. They on, they going to try to kill grandma. That's just what it is. It's warfare, but it's like, I don't even know what kind of warfare to call it no more. Because right. it's like, you, it's, it, it's spiritual, it's mental, right. it's biological. I don't know what kind of warfare they got. That's but, wild. To think about that in, in different terms of how you put it, that's 
Like I said, you got my mom over here just racing. Tupac, everybody, man. What is it? What's, what's the name of that again? You said uh, Coin Tail Pro. Coin Tail Pro. I'm gonna have to check that out. C O I N T E L Pro. Coin Tail Pro. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, so before we get out of here, though, I just want to look. Let's let's get into you. Let's go ahead and talk about you. Um, so you said you're from Detroit. How how'd you get out here to L.A.? Uh, what brought you out here? <laughs> man, I got out to L.A. Um, I actually got divorced. Okay. Uh, was doing some events in Detroit, booking artists. Uh, relationships was falling out. Mm. Um, and then we just made a decision to move in different directions. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to go to L.A. And then at the time, my mentor, I took a job for him at a um, high school and it was just showing me like the discipline guy was like yo you got to discipline yourself to go to the next level right so this was like one of the worst positions i had like i was at a job making like eight dollars an hour but the thing was is my confidence i'm a million dollar nigga wherever i go so um, just knowing my worth and just things happening in detroit with um family members love then like my cousin passed away my cousin got murdered um in Virginia, so I got that call. That's what actually made me move. Like hmm. I left. I quit work that day. My cousin got killed. I quit work. I left. Um, at Damn. the time, I was going through my. I was finalizing my divorce, so a lot of things was happening. So I'm like, y'all about to go to Cali get a fresh start. So popped up out here. My homie Molly was managing an Airbnb at the time. Shout out my nigga Molly. My nigga the Molly. <laughs> my nigga Molly and international reason I'm out here right now. <laughs> my nigga Molly was managing an Airbnb with 20 people in that bitch. I'm talking about you pay $15 a day and it's like 30 it's bunk yeah. beds. It's like oh. niggas shacked up in that bitch. Oh, okay. Molly like Hustle. Corey. Getting that like, money. Molly like Corey. Come down here bro. You can stay in this bitch for free. It's people in there. I'm talking about niggas doing heroin in the bathroom. This is in oh, East yeah. L.A. This was in East L.A. Oh. Niggas doing coke, heroin in the bathroom. I'm staying with fiends. Niggas stealing my shit. But that shit just humbled me. You yeah. feel me? And my nigga Marley gave me the call and a lot of shit that was happening in Detroit. But I just uh, shout out my nigga Marley because he really gave me a place to stay. For right. real. So, um, damn. That's... <laughs> That's that is a humbling experience. I can only imagine. Um, so h- how you like it out here in LA, though? I love it. I love it. I love it for the fact that it's um, it it makes me um feel more wholesome, more mm. prideful in being black. Cause mm. just seeing the different minority groups and how the Mexicans got shit on lock. You feel me? And we ain't even got our own <laughs> shit. You feel me? How the Koreans got shit on lock. They got Korean town, Mexican town. They got little Ethiopia out this motherfucker. They got Chinatown. We don't got shit. So I love California because it makes me be like, yo, are you black? Are you? Where we at? Are we black? Where our shit at? Because right right now we outnumbered. Like I'm, I gotta call up the Mexicans. Like, hey, please, y'all pull up. Not for real. Because right now it's like, where we at? So no, that is true. L.A. I Me too. I, like I said, I'm not from here. I, I love it. I wouldn't leave. I don't know. I might go to the I Bay. was just in Florida. Uh, no, I think Florida next. Everybody moving from L.A. to Florida because the tech. The tech migration for the I NFTs love, uh, and all that. Yeah. Now, you know what? I'm from Fort Lauderdale. And I, I was out there, what, last weekend or weekend before last? And um, I did miss it. But it's, I don't know. It's just, it's not L.A. Ain't nothing, you know. It ain't, it ain't like LA. I love Florida. I love it. I want to. I, I want to be able to go visit, 
whenever I want, but I just I don't think I can leave LA. I love it. Oh <laughs> it's gosh. this home now. Oh my god, you said that. This home here. now. I want to know when it's like when did it officially feel like home to you cuz I've been here 3 years and I'm like shit. I didn't uh, got, got motherfucking robbed, shot at. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's, it's a different experience. Still don't feel like home. It's just different experience being a girl. And also, too, you know, <laughs> I've been out here 18 years. I'm 30 now. I was here when I was a kid, you know. Oh, yeah. I grew oh, up in it. So, yeah. you know, I. It, and that's why I feel like as an adult, it's like. When it's we, different. Yeah, when we get older, we it's our, our fun meter go down. No, our, hell yeah. Our, our, worry meter go up so for sure i'll be just more so paying attention and privy being more aware yeah, yeah no, I feel which you. is like it's crazy because out here i have to be I, i've never been more aware like <laughs> y'all y'all love saying stay dangerous a nigga told me stay dangerous i looked at the nigga like dog what like, you what mean? The fuck that mean it mean do it mean that niggas is around the corner do it mean that you you put the play i don't never say it so i don't care i can't no, tell you what it you gotta ask why she weird you gotta ask why when niggas when niggas leave when i leave niggas and they be like all right bro stay dangerous it's like bro you just wish some shit on me bro <laughs> that's like being like all right bro stay wicked stay evil nigga. Nah, dead stay, ass. Like, dead my nigga. <laughs> okay um so we're about to wrap it up, but before we do, let's what what, what you got going on with the music? What's what's up? What, what can we listen to? Yeah, what you got coming out? Any new projects? Man, what's I'm the on deal with it? All streaming platforms. Barack Obama, Blood Over Intent is out now. My previous project, Jug Boy Volume One, that's out as well. My brand, Jug Worldwide. You feel me? So, uh, I, I like to be in way. New York for Fashion Week. Got some interviews out there doing some. Uh, that's dope. Some music as well. So. Just look out for more from me. I'm a um, I'm a Renaissance man, so I do a little everything. I like, see. I love it. Modeling. You, you wear many you hats, know? huh? Yeah. Man, many times. I love it. As long as they fit. <laughs> that's what's up. All right. So that's a wrap, and we about to call it a day. I just want to say thank you so much again, Barack Obama. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Let me speak, and that's a wrap. Thank you for letting me speak. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.